going to read Psalm 119-105. You can find it in your Pew Bible, page 569. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. My Old Testament reading is Isaiah 26-4. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Today's New Testament reading will be in Philippians 4-6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. My New Testament reading will be 1 Thessalonians 5-11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, as in fact you are doing. There are a lot of mics up here. Before we begin, I'd like to... Uh, invite you all to bow your heads with me as we pray. Our Father in heaven, I thank you for this day. I thank you that we can be here together to worship you. Now as we go into the sermon, I pray that these may be your words and not mine. May you fill me with the Spirit, and may you bless this congregation. This I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, as you've seen, this week we have had VBS. And I don't know about these guys, but I had a lot of fun. Did you guys have fun? All right, all right. I can, I can live with that. I know that throughout this week, we've had a lot of opportunities to teach you guys some things about the Bible. And I know that the most important thing out of everything, including the Bible adventures and the snacks and the games, I know that the final finale was your favorite part. Because I know that you guys enjoyed the most when you got to hang out with me. So I already know that. So you don't have to worry about that. My feelings will not be hurt if you try to say something else. I already know. So we're good here. Throughout this week, we have had, each day, we tried to teach the kids something different. And on the side here, I don't know how well you guys can see in the back, but we have these five things that we said to help the kids learn how to stand strong. When different problems come our way, different sins and temptations, we want to be able to make sure that we have the faith and the relationship with God to stand strong amidst anything that's happening. And so, to start off on day one, we told the kids about King David and how he was anointed and brought by God to be a leader for the people. And so, we used... Uh, let me check the verse. Lots of mics. The verse that we used for this to teach the kids was Psalms 18.1, where it says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. And we used Truman to show that God's love can help us stand strong. And so that was what we learned on day one. On day two, we learned about Esther and Mordecai and how... Together, they helped the Jews when they were in captivity. And when Xerxes had Haman tell him that he needed to sign this decree to get all of them in trouble, they were able, by friends and family, they were able to help each other stand strong. And so on day two, we learned that family and friends help us stand strong which is where we use 1 Thessalonians 5.7, which was one of our scripture readings, to say, encourage one another and build each other up. 
So again, we have another situation where we are using each other to stand strong. On day three, we taught the kids about Nehemiah and how the Israelites, once they got out of captivity, were able to stand together and pray and rebuild the temple. No, not the temple. The walls for the temple. And so this is where we see on day three, we see that prayer helps us stand strong. And so we've been teaching these kids a lot of different things. And on day four is one of the most important things to teach the kids. And that is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We had uh, someone come in, Trevor, and play the role of Jesus and come in with a cross and represent Jesus and the great things that he did in our lives. And it showed that trusting God will help us stand strong. And the fifth one that we learned just yesterday was about Josiah and how Josiah helped us to learn how to stand strong through the word. As a king of only eight years old, he was able to lead people to rebuild the temple and stand strong for his faith when his dad did not. And so we see here another example of standing strong. And I think that this stuff is important because as we look at this, there's a lot of people inside the Bible that stood strong. Besides these five, we already have David, we already have Esther and Mordecai, we already have uh, Jesus, we already have Nehemiah, we already have Josiah. But there's more. There's so many more inside the Bible that were able to stand strong. I invite you to open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to look at the chapter by faith. This chapter is really cool because it really highlights a lot of the biblical heroes at the very beginning and the cool things that they did. And so I've highlighted a lot of the characters and the things that they did. So if you look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse, we're going to start at verse 4, where it says, By faith Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings, and by faith he still speaks, even though he is dead. So we have another example of a character that was able to stand strong when his brother didn't. And there's more as we're going to go down this list. We're going to see lots and lots of characters. I'm not going to describe everything that they did for time. What we have uh, in verse 5, we have by faith Enoch. We have in verse 7, by faith, Noah. We all know the story of Noah and the, creation and the flood story. And so we all know the role that he played and how he definitely stood strong in his faith in the time of need. We have in verse 8, 11, and 17, by faith, Abraham. And it's interesting to look at Abraham because Abraham was said to have stood strong when we know that there are stories in the Bible that he did not. There are definitely times where he did not believe in God and chose to make his own decisions. For instance, with his wife, when he didn't believe that she was going to be able to uh, go through Egypt and be okay by being his wife, he claimed to be his sister instead. 
And so we see a lot of times, even though Abraham is known as the man of faith, even he had problems standing strong. We have down in verse 20, we have Isaac. In 21, we have Jacob. 22, we have Joseph. 23 and 24, we have Moses. We have the Israelites in 29 and how they walked through the desert and stood strong in there. And of course, we know that they were also a nation that had a problem standing strong. They had issues with idols. They had a lot of issues in general, which is why they fell to the Babylonians. And so we see all these people of faith, and there's more. There's the Israelites when they stood at the walls of Jericho. There's Rahab. And in verse 32, this is where it starts to say that there are more. And I do not have time to tell you all. But there is Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. All these people stood strong when they needed to. And that's the list that they give you in Hebrews 11. But there's more. There's so many more characters inside the Bible. You know, we have, uh, we have Job. We have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We have Elijah. We have Ruth. We have Mary. We have the disciples. We have Paul and Stephen. We have so many different characters inside the Bible that show us how to stand strong. Now, I wish that I could tell you, being a pastor, that I have the ability to stand strong. I'm going to share with you a story. I was a sophomore in college. I had already decided that I was going to be a Theo. I had already decided that ministry was my path. And if there's one thing to all the people that are graduating and going to college, if you are going to a place that makes it that you are staying in a dorm or going out of state, do not feel bad when you go home and your room has turned to storage. It's okay. It's not that bad. Like, you, you can live with it. So, the other thing that you have to know if you go out of state is that when you come home, know that, you're, that your parents are dying for you to come home, not just because they miss you, but because they have a list of chores for you to do. <laughs> so when I came home, this was winter break, so it was Christmas. And as soon as I got home, they had a little list of chores for me to do. And one of them was go and rake the front yard. I hate raking the front yard. It is one of my least favorite chores to do out of all the chores that they give me. Because it's something that just never goes away. You can go and rake the front yard, and tomorrow it will look as if you did nothing. And I hated that, but my mom told me to do it, so I was like, okay, fine. So I go outside, I'm doing my manual labor, and as I'm out there, my neighbor comes out. My neighbor is one of those guys that just has the perfect house. There is nothing wrong. When you look at it, you're just like, wow, that is perfect. I wish I had that. And he comes out, and he is, I will say, a thug. And so he sees me, and he comes up, and he's just like, yo, dog, what's up? And then and I will paraphrase everything else that he said for the children. 
But he came up and asked me, you know, how's it going? What's, what's new in the world of Jason? And you know, I told him, oh, life is good. I'm in college. And he comes up and he goes, oh, what college are you going to? That's where I said, Pacific Union College. He had no idea where that was. And so I had to tell him it's up in Northern California. And this is where my test came in. Because I knew as soon as they ask you, you're going to college, they're going to ask, what are you studying? What is your major? And I had to make the choice. I know that this man is not Christian. I know this. I asked him a long time ago. I know he's not. And it was that moment for me to say, are you a Christian? Are you going to say, I am a minister. I'm going to be preaching the word and telling people that don't know about Jesus about the love that he has and how he's come and died on the cross and is coming back to take us home. I have the opportunity to, to share that with this guy. And that question comes, oh, what are you studying? I looked at him and I said, I am undecided. And so he asked, well, okay, then what are you planning on going into? And so I saved myself a little bit and said, oh, well, I'm really interested in religion, but I'm not sure. I'm here right now trying to tell you about the love of God, and yet I couldn't even tell my own neighbor about how to stand strong, about the love of God and what he has for us. And I was so afraid of what he would think that I was not able to stand strong. And I'm always really disappointed about it. And I spent that entire day with him. And even his parents, when I went into his house, they asked me, oh, you're in college. I've noticed that you haven't been around the house. What are you studying? And I looked at him and said, I'm undecided. I don't know what I'm doing. And I followed the lie all the way until the end. To this day, they still don't know what I'm studying. Probably because I haven't seen, I haven't actually sat down and talked to them in the last two years. I should probably fix that. But I am really disappointed in myself because I did not have the faith to know that God would be, would be leading me throughout this and giving me the opportunity to share his word. And so I ask you today, how do we get this faith to stand strong? When something happens, what do we do so that we don't collapse under pressure? I know I'm not the only one that has had a situation like this. You may not have told somebody that you're not going into the ministry. You may have not had that situation. But there definitely have been times where peer pressure or something comes into your life and you need to make that stand. Whether it's a family member that's doing something different that you, don't, that you think could be better. Whether it's, you know, trying to try to tell your family to come to church. Whatever it is, how do we get that ability with God to stand strong? And that's what I love about this week's VBS, is that this week's VBS had and has the answer. The ability to stand strong is in the five characters that we learned this week. Through the stories of the heroes, we are able to see 
how to stand strong. The first one that we learned was from Truman, that God's love helps us stand strong. With God's love, anything is possible. And if we believe that God loves us, we do not have to fear our neighbor. We don't have to fear our enemy because we know that God loves us. I know that it's hard sometimes to believe that, but it is true. God loves you. God loves each and every one of us, and he can't wait to take us home. And if we don't have that relationship with him, we will never know that love, and we will never believe it. And so it's very important for us to build that relationship. How do we build that relationship? Through family and friends on day two. Family and friends help us stand strong. They don't have to believe necessarily what you believe, but support you in your decisions. That is a good friend. A good friend supports. And if we have that, if we have friends, if we have a community of believers with us, we can stand strong. And I believe that with all my heart. I believe with this church, we have the ability to stand strong when problems come our way. We have to pray. If we don't pray, we don't know God. It's, it's logic. If you don't pray, if you don't talk to God, we can't know him. And so in day three, it's very important to pray to God, to talk to him, to have that relationship, to know that he loves us. And if we pray, we can stand strong. And again, by having prayer comes into the next one. Trusting God helps us stand strong. If we know him, we will trust him. If we trust him, we will stand strong. And the last one is the Bible helps us stand strong. If we know the scriptures, if we know the stories, we have the examples of what people have done in the past in different situations, we can see it and know that we can go through a similar situation and know that God has our back. And so if we believe in God, we believe in the scriptures, we will be able to stand strong. Now I know that this sounds great. This sounds fantastic. And it sounds simple. And I know that it is not. I struggle with this all the time. One of the biggest issues of being the pastor is that you make your work your spiritual walk. And so I know that it's easy to just push it aside and say, yeah, I know God. That is one of the most dangerous things about being in a community of believers is that you get comfortable. You sit down and say, I don't need to worry about it. I already know God. That is one of the dangerous things. If we already think we know God, there is so little that we know about Him. It is so important to build that relationship with God, to build with the curiosity, to answer the questions that you don't know. There are so many questions inside of Scripture that we don't understand. Test it out. Read it. Figure it out for yourself so that you can have the faith yourself. I don't want you to have the faith that I'm telling you. I want you to have your own faith. I want you to believe it for yourself so that when these things come, you will stand 
strong. This is my prayer for you. And this is what I am challenging you to do for this next week, for this month, for the rest of the year, until Jesus comes back. I want you to build, to have that relationship with God. To be able to stand strong so that when your neighbor comes up to you and says, are you a Christian? You can look at him, stand strong, and say that I trust in God and I know that he loves me. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful that we can be here today to worship you again. I pray that you be with us as we leave this church, that we may know that you love us, that we may trust in you and try to build that relationship with you day by day. This I pray in the name of Jesus. Our Father, I pray that you be with us as we leave this church. May we remember to always love you. And may we always reflect your character. And may people see you in us day by day. This I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Before we leave, if you were a graduate that was not on the list, come talk to me, Travis, or Eric, and we will acknowledge your graduation at a set time, which then brings to the next point. For those of you who have graduated, there is a potluck set up specifically for you and for your family. So... After the service, you may all head over there and enjoy some delicious food. And may you go with God and enjoy your Sabbath.